Sydney. I'm Shu. And we're here with a very special Nexium update. What is happening with Nexium? Do you want to update people about the Nexium cult? Just a refresher. Go back and oh, listen okay. to the episode if yeah. you really are curious, but we'll give you a brief update. Um, Nexium was a program that was making itself seem like a woman's it was for women to help them become confident and healthy and network with each other and what it turned out to be was a fucking cult that was branding women and turning them into sex slaves and not giving them the most nutritionist diet while they were there if you listen to the episode they don't feed them you'll hear we were very upset about the food we don't like when people don't give you food. Um, but in all seriousness, um, it was a pretty harsh um, cult-like experience for many women. And it, you know, created a lot of danger and abuse. And so then the lead guy, what was his name? Keith Rainier. Yeah, he... What what happened to him? He got arrested for on charges of sex trafficking and being a douchebag and having shitty hair and glasses. <laughs> and he's awaiting trial and he had asked to be set on bail and the judge was like, Fuck no. Uh-huh. Um and then his lead like lieutenant Allison Mack, who was an actress on Smallville, mm-hmm. is also awaiting trial on the same charges. She is out on bail. She's on house arrest at her house. Um, so I have an update. I try not to think about Nexium. Yeah, not fuck even, them. Yeah, I have not even been listening to. There's a podcast series called Escaping Nexium. Okay, which I hear is very good. Yeah, I have not listened to it because, like, really fuck these people. But maybe I'll listen to it now. So. I'm a big fan of comedian Theo Vaughn. Um, He has a podcast called This Past Weekend. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's monologues, sometimes he has a guest. So last week's episode, he has this guy named Mark Elliott on who claims to have been cured of Tourette's. And I'm like, okay, let's listen to this. And I'm listening to it. And the guy is talking about how he had these psychological tics and urges and he his Tourette's was really bad and he used to be a motivational speaker where he would go speak at college campuses about like becoming an, a, a successful person despite a disability. So like having Tourette's was almost part of his career and identity. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. Um, but he gives a vague description of the methodology that was like used to cure him of Tourette's. And he went to these seminars uh, called ESP. He kept saying ESP, uh-huh. which stands for Executive Success Program. And then this motherfucker drops the name Keith Rainier. Uh-oh. And I go, oh, I know that name. Nexium. Yeah. So I fucking look this up, right? Because, okay, Keith Rainier currently in custody awaiting trial on sex trafficking charges I ha- I wrote down his request to be released on bail pending trial have been denied. Um, and since his arrest, large chunks of his global following have disbanded, um, according to Vice. And um, a core group of believers are still active, claiming that the quote-unquote coursework 
can help people overcome mental and physical disorders such as Tourette's, anxiety, depression, and OCD. So this guy, as of last week, is preaching about Nexium, and he has this huge national platform that he's talking to people about. And I was like, oh, these motherfuckers are still active? Yeah. Even though their leaders are in jail for sex trafficking. Everyone knows they ban, they they brand women. Yeah. Oh, no. They're still on the street claiming to cure Tourette's, still fucking doing the media circuit. And I got mad. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nexium has like a bunch of experimental therapies and, uh, they've been compared to Scientology audits and they claim that it helps these disorders. Um, and they made a self-funded film following Mark Elliott talking about how he was cured of Tourette's. And then in the documentary, they follow a five person Kate, quote unquote, case study. And I put that in quotes because like, in science, when you do research, you have to have peer review, academic oversight. There's a lot of checks and balances to for something to be deemed, like, scientifically accurate. Um, and so this documentary is called My Tourette's. And they claim, Nexium claims, there's an 80% reduction in ticks if you go through their therapy. Wow. Yeah. Um... So the director, he made it before the allegations of sex trafficking and branding came out. Um, but now the director says the movie shows something that's possibly good. But um, how could something good come from something so bad? And um, what happens is like the subjects, they wear the brain monitors, the EEG monitors, and they're provoked to discuss trauma and allegedly deconstruct poor associations and build new ones, like breaking up like the wiring that makes them have these Tourette's tics. Uh-huh. Um, and they're supposed to, like, build counter impulses to the tics. Um, uh, and, like, it's a combo- it's a combination of, uh, like, a cult expert was quoted as saying, it's a combination of hypnosis, neuro-linguistic programming, Dianetics, and cognitive behavioral therapy. And apparently these are, like, methods that are common in cults. Like, they're common in therapy, in therapeutic practices, but they're also common in cults to help, like, brainwash people. Yeah. And then the people think, oh, the main the mainstream didn't cure my Tourette's. Like, I need mm-hmm. Nexium because they're the only thing that can cure me. And everybody needs Nexium because it's the only thing that can cure them. Um, and Nexium claims they are the first to treat Tourette's with therapy. Um, and they say, like, tr- they tell people traditional treatment is just meds and surgery, which isn't true. Yeah. Um, behavioral therapy is well established in the field and 30% of patients benefit from habit reversal therapy, uh, which is just basically replacing your urges to have, like, Tourette's tics with competing behavior. And they'll be like, okay, when you have the urge to yell the N-word in public, flex your abs, flex your thighs, do yeah. something that no one can see. So I was like, I wrote down kegels. Yes. Like, maybe if you have an impulse to do something inappropriate, just use that time to do your kegels. Definitely. <laughs> Guys can do kegels, too. So. Uh, should they? Is yeah. that they have It turns their pee on and off, right? It'll help them get that, keep from getting that old man drip. Yeah. I, know, I had a friend who was 50. I'm tell, going with that. <laughs> I, I had a friend who was 50 who was like, he goes, there's something you ever tell they never tell you about getting old. 
You think you're done peeing, and you think you've shook it dry. But no matter how empty you think it is, there's always one last drip that doesn't happen till you pull your boxers back up. Oh, God. But maybe Keggles can help with that. I think Keggles could stop that from happening. If only he would have known. I'll call him up. I'm not going to. I don't want to talk to him. It's too late for him now. If you're listening out there, you know. You know. Try some Keggles. Keggles. Um... So when I had told you I had a Nexium update, yeah, you were like, "Oh, is it the thing about Allison Mac?" And she's like, a cunt. She's update. Allison Mac is a cunt. Breaking news. Uh, what makes you think she's a cunt? Like, one, that she is one of the top recruiters for Nexium to get these women to join their stupid fucking cult. Uh-huh. But two, that now she's saying Scientology did it first, so it's okay that... That she did it. Yeah. Like, it. we're not the only ones to be complete fucking douches and brainwash people. Yeah. Fuck her. Um, that is exactly <laughs> right. me off. So she's on a house trial awaiting arrest on charges of sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, and forced labor conspiracy. And see, that makes me hate her even more, that she is allowed to be on house arrest. Yeah. Because she's an actress, and aren't her parents, like, well off as well? Oh, I don't know. I think her parents are well off. Maybe I'm just making that up. But I could have... I thought I remember that... In the research um, we did that it said that she was, like, using their money. I don't know. They, they have, like, a bunch of wealthy followers who, like, are yeah. heir, like the heir to the Seagram's fortune or whatever. Right. Yeah. So maybe I'm just assuming, but I don't know. Just the fact that she's also allowed to, like, stay at her house yeah. while she awaits trial just pisses me off, too. Because it's probably a nice house. She probably yeah. bought it with Smallville money. That's what I'm saying. And um, her Nexium money. Well, she... I don't know if she got money from the cult. So this is this is where her defense comes in, because she pled not guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, she's accused of recruiting women, forcing them to provide nude photos and other damaging info to join, and then the women were starved, branded, coerced into sex with Keith, Keith Rainier, and forced to provide free labor. And what her attorneys uh, argue is that embarrassment over nude photos being leaked does not equal threat of serious harm that she's accused of. So they're like, it couldn't have been forced labor because, like, she wasn't threatening them with anything other than embarrassment. So that doesn't constitute coercion. And then Scientology court cases where ex-members sued Scientology about forced labor, um, the court actually decided in favor of Scientology because they found that members weren't compelled to stay in Scientology just because of threats of excommunication. And they said um, in that ruling that threat of reputational damage and isolation from loved ones did not qualify as serious harm. So Scientology couldn't be accused of forcing people into their labor camp because like, oh, the only thing they're the only thing they're forcing you with is saying, well, you know, we'll leak out that you're actually gay and your parents will never talk to you ever again. And the court said that's not actually like 
a serious threat. But it kind of is because the people in those Scientology labor camps have no money. Right. Because they've been working for Sea Org for 60 cents an hour. Like, they don't make any money. They li- they've lived for years on Scientology property. Like, they eat in commissaries. They don't have a bank account. So you can't tell somebody, okay, you can leave if you want to. I don't know how you're going to do that with your no money. And if you do leave, we're going to leak out all this embarrassing information and ruin your life. Mm-hmm. And also, no one you love will ever talk to you again. So you- it's not like you can, like, leave and be like, I got to go stay at my, you know, cousin's house. Because, like, they're not going to talk to you. Yeah. But the court said that that's not serious threat. Wow. I know. Uh, her attorneys argue that it's not sex trafficking because uh, Allison Mack didn't receive anything material in nature for the women that she got to bone Keith Rainier. Mm-hmm. So, like, her reward for getting women to join the cult was, like, she had a high ranking in the cult, but she wasn't given anything material in exchange. So how could she possibly be a sex trafficker? Because she just was basically roping women into fucking this dude for no reason. Sure, sure. If he'd been paying her, then sure, sex trafficking. Right. But I'm like, dude, trafficking is trafficking. Not whether only or that, not. Yeah, not only that, but also, like, who's to say she didn't get things that they don't know about? Well, yeah. So they, her attorneys argued, like, in some uh, civil suits with Harvey Weinstein, People said, hey, he it was forced prostitution because he said, I had to fuck him to get this role, whatever. And the courts ruled, okay, for an actress, what did I wrote this down? Um, for an actress, like, roles in movies equals material gain. So, like, that was forced mm-hmm. prostitution because it was a tit for tat. It wasn't money, but it was roles and interviews and contracts yeah um but max attorneys say there were no such gains for mac for doing this she just did it out of the goodness of her heart um so she's not a criminal well yeah i'm mad about it yeah anyway she returns to court january 9th but i just am i'm like mad that the cult is still out there being active mm-hmm. trying to sneak people into their ex- executive success programs yeah just like if anyone if anyone tries to get you to go to any fucking seminar <laughs> like if anyone tries to get you to meet them in a hotel conference room just no yeah just no just no i know i'm so like i'm just so anti anything i have to pay for first off like Good. I had a friend who was doing these, I don't know what kind of seminars they were, like, just to make you a better person, I guess, Mm -hmm. or to help you, like, process things better and, like, make better life decisions. I don't fucking know. But she really wanted me and Deacon to go to one that was, like, specifically for couples. And um, she's like, I just, you know, I really think it would, like, just take your relationship to the next level and, like, help your guys' communication and, like, just really help you guys connect on a deeper level. And then I was like, okay, like, how much is it? And it was, like, a $1,000 a person. Are you kidding me? No, it was, like, a crazy amount of money. And I was like, yeah, I would never spend that much money on, like, anything like that yeah and she was like i will help you guys pay for it like i really want you to experience this like she was so passionate about it but i was like that is a stupid amount of money to go pay for someone to tell you like 
how you should be living your life. I don't know. Like, I'd rather go on vacation or, like, buy nice things for my house. Or Or call up that pornographer and make a sex tape. Exactly. It was just crazy. really help your relationship is filming it. Yeah. It was just. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was insane. And, like, I don't know. She hasn't talked about it for a long time. So I feel like she stopped doing it. Um, She probably ran out of money. If she's lucky, she ran out of money and can't do it anymore. Probably. Yeah, but she was, because she was, like, helping out, like, she would go help, like, pass out papers and do, like, um, just, like, talk about her own experience to people who were in classes there. It was a whole thing. I don't like that. I should ask her what it was and research it more. We'll do an episode. I remember just being like, this is, like, that's just too much money to give anyone advice or, like, coach them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get, Ugh. I'm like, especially since we've been doing the podcast and we've done our shows about like Nexium and multi-level marketing and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I think everything's a cult now. Like Same. I know this girl and she is a business owner and she's a very successful business owner. Yeah. But she goes to like these weekend seminars for female business owners and like she'll post like pictures from them, but like with really like bullshit inspirational taglines yeah and i just am like i think she might be in some sort of business cult where it's like oh it's women only business and you have to fly to go to a three-day weekend seminar and be like these girls are like my sisters now like everyone i've met through whatever the fuck organization you're my family right and like I'm like, how many business, how many weekend business seminars do you need to go to? Because you're pretty busy running your already successful business. Yeah. It's weird. And so I get paranoid and I think everything's a cult now. Same. My sister-in-law used to be a beach body coach. And for the longest time, she kept trying to get me to become a beach body coach. And I was like, it's a fitness cult. Yeah. Like, I got T25. I love it. It did help me lose weight and get in shape. But once you start trying to, like, sell it to other people and, like, it's the only thing you post about on social media, it's the only thing you talk about, it's, like... It's a bit much. Girl, you're in a cult. Yeah. It's crazy. If it's taking up so much of your life that you don't have room for anything else... Yeah. And it's alienating your friends and loved ones, it might just be a cult. It might be a cult. Especially Beachbody has, they also have a very, like, strong Christian aspect to a lot of the the really? workout um, teachers and stuff. We need to do our, we have on our list of, yeah. like, show topics, Christian fitness, which is <laughs> yeah. something I don't know, like, a whole lot about. But, I mean, that might be a fun episode to do. I think so. I All I know is growing up, I worked at the, um, my church had uh, aerobics. And I managed the daycare for our Christian aerobics, whatever. So I would watch everyone's babies while they, yeah. they worked out to, like, Christian dance music. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, That's all I know about Christian fitness, which was 20-some years ago. Uh-huh. Because I am old. Yeah, I used to listen to a podcast. What is this chick's name? She was a beach body. Um, like she had her own line of videos within the beach body organization. What's her name? Like Sh- Shalene or something? Oh, do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Uh-huh, I do because I I worked with a girl who liked her videos. Yeah. Um, but her podcast was just always like 
tinged with Christianity, which is like fine. But at the same time, it starts to be weird when it's like, you know, I'm successful. Whenever people bring in like, I'm successful because I believe in God. Uh That's when I'm like, no. Like, it's one thing to be religious, but to take it to that level, for me, is just too much. Like, I don't mind religion. I don't mind people believing in God. It's great. I believe in the goddess. But, like, I'm not going to start preaching that, like, that's the only way to become successful and that's why I'm a successful person. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's just too much for me. Um, So, like... I don't know, maybe they're not even really a fit, like a Christian fitness group. I think maybe it's just between that lady and my sister-in-law who's like super religious and was like a beach body coach. Maybe I was just getting too much of it. I don't know. I think we'll, we should we'll get have to the to bottom research. of Christian fitness. There's something going on There's there. There's something going on there, which <laughs> like, listen, have I ever seen a body so fit that I go, oh, Jesus, <laughs> or, you know. Yeah. Have I have I evoked the name of God while feeling loose muscles? That's a possibility. But I'm just saying it like it happens to the best of us. It does happen to the best of us. Um but yeah. Well, like we're just cult busters is what we're doing over here. I think so. It's yeah. almost like shoot, we're doing the Lord's work. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Praise be. Praise be. Oh. Um yeah, I I do agree though. I think there's a a lot more cults than people realize, just within like businesses. Yes, and health and wellness. Like yes. when people when people always say like like these people are doing mainstream medicine doesn't want you to know this, right? You know, and you're like, um, I don't know, like because I'm pretty sure that's like a known thing, but okay, mm-hmm. like the, mainstream medicine doesn't want you to know that you can treat Tourette's without surgery. Well, like, yeah, they do. And that's like yeah. the first line of action is everything that you're doing. <laughs> but uh, when someone says like, this is the only place you can get it. That, that's the call. Yeah. And we talk a lot about how abusive relationships are similar to cults. Mm-hmm. And like when someone's like, no one else is going to love you the way I love you. No one else is going to be there for you like me. Whenever someone starts being like, I'm the only person who could ever be nice to you or ever. You just want to be like, bitch, there are billions of people alive on this earth right now. I guarantee I could scrounge up one motherfucker who could do it better than you. Right. Um, You know, or I could just find someone who doesn't speak English. So I don't know how fucking stupid they are because I know (laughs) everything you're saying and it's bullshit. Um, I feel like that is one of the plus sides of being in an abusive relationship is like once you get out and you're on the other side, you're like, no, it's fine. Like, leave me if you want. Like in your, in, for me personally, in my next relationship, I was like, no, I don't care if we break up because there's someone else. Like, I, like, and I will be fine. Yeah. Like, no longer will I believe that there is just one person for me that can like bring me all my happiness it's just not true um yeah i mean i definitely when you're in an abusive relationship and you have trouble leaving and you keep going back you think it's because this is the only person i'm ever gonna love and i'm never gonna feel love for anyone ever again and whatever and like i was single for almost four years after Mm -hmm. i got out of mine 
And there was a certain point where I was like, maybe I won't ever be in love again. And then I was like, maybe I don't ever need to be in love again because my idea of love was very scary and unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like, And so, you know, but like when you're in the relationship, you think if I'm not with this person, my life's over. Yeah. And then humans are more resilient than we ever give ourselves credit for because then you're like, yeah, the worst, I thought the worst thing that could ever happen is that this relationship ends and it ended and it turns out my life is not only fine, but better. Yeah. And then it just makes you in the future have like, you're less afraid of losing things. Yeah. Because you're like, oh no, I've lost things before and I was fine. I was fine. Yeah. In some cases I was better. Yeah. Yeah. I had a coworker a long time ago that was like, Came to work crying one day and, like, her husband was like, I want a divorce. And she was just, like, devastated. And, I mean, it was, thinking back, is like, pretty callous of me. But I had just gotten out of my abusive relationship mm-hmm. at the time. But she's not in an abusive relationship. But just, that's a shitty thing for her husband to say. Yeah. Um. But anyways, I was just like, yeah, you should just leave him. Like, there's a better for you out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just so high on, like everything's better when you just leave and face your fears of like ending that relationship yeah Um, i i whenever people say like oh i you know i'm getting divorced or whatever i always say congratulations yeah because even if it's not the choice you would have made for yourself or what you wanted it is an opportunity for your life to go in directions that you never anticipated right um I've had a very difficult past year or so where, like, everything that I thought, like, everything was kind of ripped out from under me. And I really, like, I was really, like, broken down a lot. But, mm-hmm. like, the the thing is, like, it's every time something is taken away from you, it is an opportunity to go in a direction that you never expected. And if you look at that loss rather as like a hole or an emptiness in your life but like oh my god there's an opening for something new yeah like if you ever get like it's like getting a snow day as a kid like i thought i was going to school today and now i'm not what the possibilities of things i can do today because i thought that this was school yeah and now it's not yeah so like you know look at um look at the loss of things in your life as as a snow day yes definitely yeah, I don't, I, I guess I just don't feel like um, any sort of ending to a relationship, whether it be a personal, like, boyfriend-girlfriend relationship or husband-wife or, like, you and your work or you and your cult. Like, yeah, I just don't think um, endings should be as scary as we all make them out to be. Yeah. Like, it's something to just, like you said, take it as an opportunity of, like, whoa, what's going to happen next? probably something really cool yeah and just like know. having having a an openness to new yeah. experiences yeah um definitely so yeah don't join cults guys fuck next sam yeah fuck them <laughs> so hard fuck allison mac she's a fucking cunt you heard it here first from <laughs> shoe yeah you can tell her i said that <laughs> all right well i mean happy hump day <laughs> <laughs> bye